0: Today, we're going to learn from Gavin, the Chief Operating Officer of Modern Wealth Academy, on how he quit the rat race, left everything to start without a single idea of what he was going to do. Right? Number two, we're going to learn about some of his struggles and some of the deepest, darkest, most painful points. And most importantly, guys, we're going to hear about the vision that Gavin has for the entire Modern Wealth Academy. If you're interested in more, make sure you watch this video. Hey guys, welcome to our Modern Wealth podcast. Welcome to this beautiful episode. And again, the Modern Wealth Podcast, we aim to empower, evolve, and enrich your lives with stories of inspiring people to advance your life, you know, financially, physically, mentally, spiritually in all these different areas. And today we have a very, very special guest. You know, you guys will be very familiar with this guy, right? He is the chief operating officer of the Modern Wealth um, Group. And, uh, you know, today he'll be sharing his story, his insights on how he went literally from working in the military for over 10 years to becoming an entrepreneur of his own, right? So tune in and pay attention. Let's get started. Welcome, Gavin.
1: Hello, Rash. I thought I got a job to do the hosting, uh, but I end up, uh, he's, he's still interviewing me. I haven't got a job yet, guys. So if you want me to take over the job, please give more <laughs> likes and subscribe you know, and comment down below. Uh. I want to do this more often. <laughs> Sure,
0: yes, yes. So, <laughs> so Gavin, uh, incredible guy, and you know, just, to share with you, just to share with you all, you know, I've known Gavin for many, many years. In fact, uh, mm. uh, I was one of your students right now, huh, bro.
1: I, I think we were each other students. Yeah, <laughs> Let's so put it that way. He,
2: he used
0: to actually be, a, you know, he <laughs> used to be an affiliate marketer, right? So he yeah. used to do a, you know, company's name was Inbox. Inbox, uh, Inbox Income Academy. Inbox Income Academy, right? Yeah. So I was actually one of his students together with one of his partners last time, learning about email marketing and how to you know craft email so that was one of the things that he was actually focusing on very very deeply last yeah. time with regards to affiliate marketing uh, how to generate income from emails you know how to build income from you know sites like Clickbank right mm. so that was when I actually learned from him and you know we really got to become very very you know close friends he went on to do many many different ventures and I still remember it was sometime uh, last year was it last year sometime
1: last year in January it was a uh, I mean not it's January really 2024. so it was a um... Okay. 2023, last year la. 20, no, we actually had coffee right yeah. for the purpose of this uh, in 2022. 2022. 2022. So yeah, sometime
0: 2022. in 2022, yeah. 2022, right? You know, you know, we were getting a bit of traction and stuff. And honestly speaking, like we, we, I sat down Lim Kopi with Gavin and Kevin uh, was one of the maestros, right? Literally the maestros. One of the you know we talk about Kui right? <laughs> we talk about you know the maestros. So, we happen to sit down, you know, have coffee and, you know, I just discussed with him. He happened to write a post on Facebook with regards to, hey, you know, I'm looking to help, you know, some business people with their marketing campaigns and why would not. So, I I, I just commented, right? See, Mm -hmm. again, guys, the power of just letting people know what you do, right? The power of letting people know what you can offer. So, he put up the post. I reached out. I said, bro, let's have coffee. Right, he came down. He came all the way back to uh, came all the way to my house. Right, we sat down, we had coffee, and you know we started. Right, we started. You know, we agreed. Mm. We started out, and you know, Gavin just you know took it to another level. Right, literally took it to another level with our marketing. He introduced a few other key partners and players in the game, which took the business literally from you know making a couple of six figures to multiple seven on to eight figures. Right, so wow, it's just been incredible. And to be honest, right, Gavin was an absolute game changer. Right, so sorry, bro. I'm just talking about talk about you. <laughs> you don't mind me. Right? Happy but to say about myself, but bro. but there's <laughs> no there's there's a few things that I really, really love about Gavin, right? Which is this. Right. So again, you know, the first part of the story is, you know, you got a, mm. you never know who in life you meet that can bring you to yeah. the next level, right? Yeah. Like, you know, for me it was Gavin. For Gavin it was me, you know, it was yeah. an interchangeable right. thing, right? Complimentary. <laughs> I mean, it was complimentary, a complimentary yeah. thing, right? So again, you know, I you know, I was his client, yeah. but now we are partners in the business. I became his official biggest client ever. Hundred percent, hundred percent By far, by far, by far. <laughs> so you never know, right? You never know. Sometimes again in life it's always about the relationships.
1: So true, so true. Relationships, right? In business especially. In business, it's always about
0: the relationships that you have, right? And I think beyond the relationships, it's about how you nurture and how you pour water on these relationships, yeah. right? You know, Gavin, I'll share with you something. Sorry, uh, I, I know I have nothing but good things to say about him. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just gonna talk until I cry, uh. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> tissue,
2: guys, prepare tissue. <laughs> i
0: <I'm> just joking, <laughs> right? No, but for real, for real. You know, one thing that I love about him, right? So I work with many different people, yeah. right? But Gavin is one guy who, he gives, and then he gives some more, and then he gives some more, right? It's, it's really about having that initiative, uh, taking that ownership I think you know in business uh, when we are working with people we want to find people who take ownership mm. who take responsibility who yep. step up right like if you display these these qualities uh, whether it's in your work whether it's in your career that's how you really really move many steps forward huh? yeah. so i saw that from the very beginning dude was crazy man you know did a retreat come one day earlier you know organize everything I was like bro this is not even to be job scope Right? See, a lot of people, they're like, you know, I only do what I am paid to do, right? Hey, the higher I need to go, I talk. Right? I don't care, right? But, you know, these kind of people, you continue living a modest, average life, right? But when you take, when you go beyond a call of duty, when you go beyond what is asked, when you take ownership, you take responsibility, then the sky is the limit. And again, right, when Gavin proved that, and he proved that, undoubtedly, you know, eventually he became, you know, you know, uh, in management of entire company today, he's the chief operating officer of, you know, the Modern World Academy as well, right? So that's fantastic. But yeah, man, so that's Gavin, you know, internally, right? So again, sorry, guys, enough of me talking about him, right? I want you all today to hear about his story, hear about, you know, how he got to where he is today, right? And then let's go from there, right? So Gavin, first question brother. sorry, right? Sorry. Anything I need to add, bro? No, give me a thumbs up. (laughs) Yes, smash uh, and give give me a thumbs up, man. We need it. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely, right? Guys, I hope you all got some tips, like really, really take ownership, responsibility. Okay, anyways.
1: But but if I could just add on to to what you said, Hmm. right? I mean, Rash, I think it's so important that when you said, uh, it's so important to nurture a relationship when you are in a business. And this is something that I only started doing business about, to be honest, uh, 2016. That's when I left the service. So nine years now, about nine years uh, doing mm-hmm. business. And when I first came out, right? Uh, I, I didn't, I never done business before. I never knew about human relations. And to be honest, I wasn't much of a good guy like, to be, to be very frank, right? In, in the Navy, I was very isolated. I'm just like a hermit doing my own thing. You know, I don't really interact. You're my colleague, right? But you're not my friend. Kind mm-hmm. of like idea. But I realized that in business, like what you said, the, the relationship nurturing is so important. It's not uh, one day one week kind of thing. Mm. Like many of the clients that sometimes I had get when I was doing my other businesses, like yourself, we were friends for years before eventually, like six years after we were friends, we became clients. Mm. Then even as a client, uh, we worked very closely for one year Mm. plus before we became partners. Mm. When we kind of like ascertain each other that we are of each other's expectation and quality, Mm. then we move on to become partners. Mm. So one of the biggest thing that I realized uh in many people aiming or looking to start a business they feel like a relationship is just oh i buy you some coffee i give you some gifts and it just happened overnight no it doesn't right nobody built a friendship overnight so that was one of my really one of my biggest lessons so when Mm. you say that uh, building a relationship is like nurturing it's like growing a plant like there's this old chinese saying that when you you can be watering a bamboo seed Mm. for for years before it's proud i don't i can't remember the exact
2: Yes. Uh, yes, yes
1: Analogy, yes, right. How long it does but you know, it was suddenly sprout yes, a lot. Seven years, bro. Seven years, seven right? Seven years. And then it was sprout, right? So it's the same thing here as well in business. Like we built the relationship for so long, then suddenly when it sprout, it went to, to the, the moon.
2: moon. <laughs> <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> see see the moon. the chemistry now, right? <laughs> to the moon. <laughs> to, the moon
1: yeah. to the moon. So so I just wanted to add on that this is such an important point. If you have not gotten anything else from the video apart from the good stuff of me from him. This is really one of the biggest takeaway that I had as well for my my few years journey in business.
0: Yeah, very interesting. But bro, today I think I want to talk to you about one very important thing, right? So I think many people who are watching, you know, uh, possibly employees working for a company, Mm. and they desire, wow, you know, I want to be, I want to get free, I want to do my own thing, Mm. I want to start my own business, I want to do all that stuff. So you were somebody who managed to get out of that, you know, corporate day, you know, rat race, To actually building something of your own right can you detail to us how it happened what triggered you wanting to say enough is enough I'm out and how did that that journey start
1: can you share the story (laughs) that's a great question uh, well I shared this multiple times but every single time I shared this uh, guys uh, ladies and gentlemen it's like it gives you uh, another new and refreshed perspective because the truth is for many of us we are stuck in this 9 to 5 we are doing what we are doing and for most of us it's just going to be the norm, right? It's just going to be the way that we're going to live our life. And let's be very clear here. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you are happy, if you are contented, that's a life that is worth pursuing yourself. But right? there's nothing wrong for that. But for some of us, we always just feel that we want to do something more. But right? we want to give ourselves a shot. And that is something that I, I've always uh, wanted. I was in the Navy. For 9 years, 10 months. About that. Two more months before I can get my graduate and uh, some money. But I told myself that, you know what? It's okay. I'm, I'm not after the money anyway. I wanted to do something on my own. I always knew I wanted to do something of, of my own. And I also know that uh, my career in the Navy, you know, I'm, gonna be, I'm an officer, so we, we are quite aware of our own career path, right? I know I'm going to end up maybe a LTC, uh, Lieutenant Colonel, or maybe at best uh, SLTC, a uh, Senior Lieutenant Colonel. That's about it. I'm not going to become like a full colonel or someone remarkable in that sense. That's just my career path. Is that something that I want? Maybe not, right? Is it not a good life? To be honest, it's going to be pretty comfortable, you know? I'm going to be making decent amount of money and everything. But inside my heart, I knew that it's not something that I wanted. So when I made the decision to leave, bro, I, I'm telling you, to be honest, I, I was very scared. <laughs> I, was, I was very, very scared. I, I didn't know if that would be a right choice. but. I just asked myself this one question and I, it's, it's going to sound cliche, but you know, you always hear of those stories that people say, you know, on their deathbed. And then people ask, what well, is the one thing that you regret? And then I, I asked myself that question. I said, if on my deathbed one day and I asked myself this question, did I regret not giving myself this shot, this chance to come out and pursue something that I really wanted and to prove maybe to myself that I can do it? Why regret it? Mm-hmm. And my answer is a resounding yes. Mm-hmm. Then I said, "Okay lah, tender. Lah. Submit it." Mm-hmm. And I I did it in a habit I didn't know what I was gonna do. <laughs> Absolutely no idea you what I was. I didn't know
2: what you were gonna do. I didn't
1: know. I didn't know.
2: Wow.
1: I had enough savings uh, in my bank to last me for at least two years, three years. I know, uh, financially, I'm not gonna be in a draw Then I just I just did it. And and to me. I always ask myself, this. i learned it from one of my mentors, mm. one of these uh, gentlemen, uh, a bit controversial figure, uh, his name is JT Fox. Mm. Right, so he actually taught me this before, he, asked, he, he told us that in any situation that you're faced, you can actually just ask yourself three very simple questions, right? Number one is, what is the most plausible situation that's mm. going to come out from this? Like, what's the most likely situation? Mm. What is going to be the best situation? Mm. And then what is going to be the worst situation? Mm. So I ask myself that question as well. No, uh, I, I'm going to regret it if I don't come out. But what is the worst case, best case, possible case, right? So the possible thing is that I'm going to run a business, maybe not very, very successful, but should be making enough money, right? I'm not going to uh, starve or anything. And in Singapore it's my belief that if you are hardworking, your hands, your legs, I'm physically well, I'm not going to suffer in that sense. I, I can always find work. It's just a what kind of work. So, that is the plausible case. The best case is, wow, my business is awesome, you know, I make a lot of money, happy and everything. Worst case is, I can't find a job, I can't do anything else. And given my skills and knowledge and background at that point in time, I know that I can always fall back to the Navy if Mm. I really, really wanted to. Mm. I mean, I've seen it multiple times in my career in the Navy, so I know that people do leave and come back. Mm. So, that is like, worst come to worst, I can go back. Then I ask myself, is this something that I can Is Mm -hmm. it something that uh, for the Sorry for our audiences who may not be in Singapore Is it something that I could uh, manage If it comes to the worst case scenario And and, And the answer is yes So if the answer is yes to the worst case scenario then there's absolutely zero reason for me not to take that step hmm.
0: interesting interesting yeah hey, this is uh, something that i always tell my traders is, uh, <laughs> I understand <laughs> exactly. worst case yeah. best case if you can take the worst case then go lah Correct. Yeah, right? yeah interesting so okay lah. so you you were in a situation where you had that uh, financial okay cool you know i i don't i can i can survive yeah. you know don't really have that much so you took the step to go yeah. out but can i ask you a question uh when you left was there like, skill sets that you had or do you start developing it after you left? Like, was there something things that you know that, okay, cool, I can start by, I don't know, marketing. Like, do you have that skills?
1: I would say that I have a very basic rudimentary skill set. Which was? Uh, of, like, marketing. Mm. Because... Uh, Okay, so I, I'm in def SAF, please don't come after me. just huh? <laughs> <laughs> say first, you know, it's dangerous to say this, right? uh, Because when I was already in the service, I was already I'm I'm a very curious person by nature, I would say. I i, I do my best to learn many, many different things. I think you probably know that I learned a lot of different yeah, I mean, things. I even right though. now I'm so I'm so still, still learning. Yeah. And when I was in the Navy, I was I already started to learn about marketing. That's when I picked up my skill set on affiliate marketing, email marketing, I attended courses, I attended property courses. Trading courses as Uh, well. It's just that in the navy, it was really a little bit more difficult for me to implement trading. So I would say that I came out with a rudimentary skill set. Okay. But uh, when I really, really left the navy, I have a lot of time on my hand, and that's when I really start to hone that skill set a lot more. I wasn't making money. Marketing. marketing, online marketing.
0: Online marketing. Can you be more specific, bro? Online marketing, what were we focusing
1: on? I was focusing on two things. Basically, uh, on uh, paid marketing as well as uh, email marketing. Okay, so that like to, how to uh, run ads profitably. How to run ads for businesses. Okay. Because to me is that uh, I think at the point of time when I left 2016, 2017, um, there were a lot of businesses who were still at the point of stage, they, don't, they do not know how to run Facebook ads yep. or YouTube ads or Google ads. Yep. You know, and to me, Uh, marketing, as far Mm -hmm. as I've learned at Mm -hmm. that point of time, is that two ways to get exposure. You can either wait for it to happen, Mm. or you can get, you can pay to make it happen for yourself. And to me is that the easiest way for a business to get exposure is to get paid marketing. So I do my best to learn that. And then from email marketing side, uh, in the Navy, I was already doing a little bit of email. I was doing affiliate, affiliate marketing using emails. Okay. Right. So I was actually making some money there as well. Okay. So I know that was something that I could work on. Okay. Yeah, So these were well, the two skills that I really went all in to make sure that I, were, I got pretty good at it. And then that's when uh, one of my business later was actually an agency, yes. which the one that you earlier mentioned oh, that I thoughts. made a post and then you connect. For those of you who are interested, actually you, you all can connect with me on Facebook. You all know, scroll down to probably um, 2022, September 15th. I oh. remember the date because oh. I remember it was like my birthday. Oh. I wanted to do a special promotion. Oh. Right, I said, uh, if you work with me for the oh. next uh three months I will actually rebate you uh. back your ad fund. Uh. Right? That was the post that I think got you interested. So for those of you who this because these are all real story and eh, people uh. be like, true or not, true or not, uh, go and go and search my Facebook, right? You all can find the post. There was a life-changing post. Uh, yes, absolutely <laughs> life-changing. I'm so glad <laughs> I made the post, right? If not, we won't be sitting here today. <laughs>
0: life-changing yeah. post, brother. <laughs> shit, gotta go and frame it up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> frame
1: the shit up. I just exactly, fact, uh, yeah, Bro,
0: you should do that, bro. Today, go ahead and screenshot <laughs> the damn thing. Bro, the post that changed my life, right? Like, yeah. dude, you should really do that, bro. Very, very
1: interesting. Because the photographer... Uh, who took that photo for uh, me is actually standing right there. Why is he? I don't know,
2: uh, wow,
0: crazy. I don't wow. know if you can be
1: in screen, but that guy, <laughs> he took that photo with me. We oh. went to a Solita, I remember. Well, okay, I yeah, I don't remember it. the
0: photo, <laughs> I just remember the post, <laughs> la, right? I remember the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, let's, so let's talk about the crux of things. <laughs> la. okay. So, okay, so two things, right? Two things I got for me, which I want you to take notes on. Number one, how can I add value to a business owner, right? Yeah. So, very simply, again, you are out there, you want to be able to start your own business, for example, right? Question to ask is, how can I add value? So, Gavin, mentioned very simply, people, many businesses back then, even now, yeah. have no idea how to add, run ads profitably, right? To to bring in clients, to bring in, you know, uh, mm. customers, bring in revenue, right? So, again, if you're able to provide that solution and if you're able to do it well, hey, man, why not? I will give you. Right, yeah. so that's craps number one. Right, so that's basically what he really focused on: right? how to you know write proper emails, how to really reach out to your audience, bring in more leads, and basically run ads so that you can get more exposure quickly. Right, so that was basically number one. And number two, if you go and see the post, right, maybe we can include that screenshot. Do you just the... want to find? <laughs> if you are able to go and get the, uh, as in, if you are able to see the post, so hopefully yeah. we can put it right here. Right, uh, if you see exactly what Gavin wrote, right, it was. Uh, irresistible offer.
1: Yes, absolutely. Right. It was a.
0: Uh, it was a. E. So again, how do you craft something that is an irresistible offer? Right. I think that's very very important. So when I saw that, it caught my attention. It caught my attention, and magic happened. Right. So again, it's in, in starting a business again. What's the solution you provide? And very very simply, the offer. Yeah. Right. Solution and offer. Solution offer. How can you make the offer? Uh Uh, uh, an e-reserve offer, and that's when you get revenue.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. It's like a business crash course happening right here, right now, you know. You guys, I don't know what's gonna happen to this podcast, but this podcast is gonna help so many people, especially if you're just starting out, especially. And to add on to that two points that you mentioned, uh, bro, I I think one of the key things that a lot of uh, young entrepreneurs, including myself at the very beginning, what we didn't understand was that we always think that we are the best, we can do, we can provide so much value to people, right? But the point is that sometimes we keep telling people, we can do this, we can do this. But we But the truth of the matter is that the person don't want what we're offering. Mm-hmm. But you need to give the person what they want. Yes. What, what, another thing that one of the mentors, talk, one of my other mentors told me, his name is John Lee. This thing, I was traveling around the world with him, uh, doing closing and stuff. And he kept repeating this in all his training. And it just really etched so deeply into my mind was this. He said, as a business owner, as someone who interacts with people, who speaks to clients, you just have to remember this all the time. Sell people what they want, then you give them what they need.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: So that is such a key thing. Because mm. usually what new business owners do is mm. they sell what they think people need, mm. and then they couldn't deliver what they want. Mm. Mm. So that's a big problem. Okay. Tell yeah. them
0: what they need, give them what they, give them what they want, Tell them what they want, give them yes. what they need, right, yeah. very very important, I think that's so, so true, true right? yeah. so true, fantastic man, so exactly, right, so given, So great, right, so we fast forward, you know, fantastic, you know, you've grown the business multiple, multiple, fold, you know, very good situation, that's fantastic, but when you first came out, sure, you were learning and grinding the skills, yeah. right, but what were the first, how was the first year like, was it a hiccup, Did you get off to a flying start? You were learning, you were growing. But how was it like in that first year of uh, entrepreneurship for
1: you? It was bad. (laughs) It was was bad in so many fronts, bro, I'm telling you. Mm. Um, And At this point, I'm sure many of the young entrepreneurs out there or someone who was starting business for the first time, you'll probably feel me. uh. Uh, It was was so bad. When I first left in 2016, Mm. actually, one of the first things that I did was a bit... uh, it contradicts why I left the service. Mm. I got into a job.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: When I left the service, uh, one of my friend introduced me to his then company. It was a magazine, right, where we deal in uh, mice, uh, meeting incentives, uh, convention and exhibitions, okay. right? Suntec City kind of thing. Yes, Suntec okay. City. You know, hotels, okay. convention spaces. So my job was to sell people to buy advertising space okay. in the magazine. Okay. So within the first two months, three months or so, I, I sold like, I don't know, maybe close to six figure worth of magazine spaces. Okay. But then it comes the question of like, what am I doing here? Like, why did I leave mm. the Navy for? Then yeah. leave the Navy to get another job where I couldn't pursue.
0: So businesses? it was another job. Yes, it exactly, was job. it was
1: okay. another job. And then I started to like, oh, this is not exactly what I want. So I was starting to doubt myself as well. So, and maybe my doubting uh, had its effects. And my then um, uh, boss, his name is Al, uh, a great, great man by the way, uh, so I have nothing against, but I think, in other words, to put it very bluntly, I got fired. Mm. <laughs> right, that's, that's to be open, la. I mean, he, he just he was very afraid, he said, oh, maybe the, the culture is not a great fit. you know, uh, we might don't, don't suit ourselves The underlying tone is just, dude, I want you out, I, okay. I'm firing you, you okay. it's either I fire you or you resign, right? So, sure. <laughs> But then at that point, time, I was also thinking, um, Is this really what I wanted anyway? So after that quick conversation, I remember that morning we had uh, we had coffee under the office, yep. and after that conversation, I was also thinking to myself, yeah, actually this is not what I wanted in the first place, also. Mm. So I went up there, I typed in my resignation letter, mm. which is the intended outcome of that conversation
2: anyway.
1: Mm. I just submitted it and then I I left. That's it. Mm. And then I started to then do. I really went into business mode, mm. like how can I do business. But the truth is, at that point of time, I still didn't know what business I want to do. Right? I told you that there were two skill sets that I was looking to really hone it, mm. right? Uh, that marketing skill set. Mm. But I also know that if I don't know how to sell, mm. um, it's going to be a problem. Which yeah. why I also perhaps that was the reason why I got into that sales job in the first place because okay. I still need to know how to sell. I yeah. wasn't a high EQ person. Mm. I wasn't someone who can speak very very well. I wasn't someone who can relate to people very well. Okay. I, I I think. I'm that kind of person, so I needed to build the skill set. Yeah. So that three months there, uh, to all credit, uh, L Al taught me a lot. I I I got to really understand how to do sales better. Um, so then I started my own businesses, but I didn't get results. I didn't think I was doing well, and and to be fair, I will say that it's because my skills are not there yet. Okay. Right. Not to a level where I can sufficiently uh, service my clients. Sure. So. Uh what I did was that I worked very, very hard. I, I shared this publicly before, but my routine was this, right? My routine was this. My routine was I will wake up at 2 p.m. every day.
2: Wake
1: <laughs> up at yeah, 2 pm. Yeah, yeah. That's the first, right? So I got to clarify that. But but listen to the full 24 hour cycle first, right? Sure. So I wake up at 2 p.m. every single day. And I will watch YouTube videos, I will read books, I will Literally improve on my skill set. So I will do that every single day from 2 p.m. to around uh, 7 p.m. Right to around uh, 6 or 7 p.m. I will study and study and study. I will take down notes. I will watch videos, whatever. And then uh, I will have a short meal break. And what happens after that is that I will actually go drive. So I was also a private hire driver. I I drove at the point of time uh, Uber as well. And to be fair, those were like 2016, 2017, right? It's pretty good money. Right? I drove consistently every day. I could make like five figures a month.
2: Wow.
1: It's pretty good. It's pretty good. The money wasn't that bad, but I drove from like 8 p.m. all the way to 5 a.m. Oh. Right, 5 a.m. So 5 a.m. Uh, I will go back home and then I will take a short break and then I will continue studying until about 7 or 8 a.m. And then I will uh, sleep. sleep. That's why I wake up at 2 p.m. Alright. Oh, so, wow. so that's the context. Huh? I, I, it's not that every day just thong and then sure, <laughs> I wake up sure, at 2. Sure. So that was my routine. But uh, I did that for close to one and a half years. Wow. That was my literally my routine every single day for one and a half years. I mean, it did bring some unexpected consequence, uh, which we can talk about wow. more later. Uh, but what that ingrained in me was two things, I feel. Number one was the discipline. I know that if I really put in my heart and soul, I could maintain such level of discipline. Mm. And number two is because I was so focused on oh. improving my skill set, I would say that by the end of that time, oh. uh, my skill sets managed to reach to a certain level, which I'm able to very easily bring results to my clients. And that's when I see a substantial improvement in my business results as well. Wow. wow, wow.
0: So yeah. there's a level of, there's a season in learning and a season in earning. As, right? Exactly. Some so people true, get you know? some people get stuck in the system of learning forever, bro.
2: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> one, two, one year still learning, bro. Like you know, one. Of course you know, are yeah. forever learning, right? As in, you know, yeah. sure I'm also a learner, but you know, again, this is a, a trap sometimes, right? Where people yeah. get stuck forever in learning. Yeah. Bro, I got classmates still studying, I don't know what they're doing now, but they're still studying. <laughs> good for them. But again, season of learning. So uh, when is enough enough? Like when do you stop learning to start learning? Like,
1: you know, uh, you do understand my question. I understand. So, so to answer that is, it's not about just learning and I think we both understand. It's not about just learning and learning and learning. And then you has got to be a time where you learn and you also implement and of course, execute. Of course, Right. And then when you implement, execute, implement, execute, mm. uh, then you will then see the results. Uh, what I do feel that, um, or maybe this is something that I guess we all learn over time as well, mm. is that. If you keep learning and learning and learning, sometimes we forget to look back and think, you know what exactly that is a priority.
2: Mm.
1: right? So maybe at the beginning my priority was, you know, I had to make money, right? But I didn't know how to. Mm. So then I reevaluate evaluate the priorities. So in order for me to make money, I need to learn first. Mm. So then my learning became priority number one, priority number two is to make money. Mm. Alright. So that was a reversal of that priorities. Well, happen to most people perhaps is that once they had that switch they never reflect upon and they never relook again at their priorities so it is always stuck as learning as number one mm. then earning is always below ma. Mm. so you then don't execute because learning is priority learning is priority learning mm. is priority mm. but then there will be a time it could be like every half a year one year you reflect back and you say okay so now that I've learned enough skill set or whatever let me take a look at my priorities again is it now time to maybe shift the priorities mm. to execute and to earn mm. and while learning? It's still important. I think, both, like you said, we are both learners. In mm. fact, now we are both still learning many mm. new things, mm. but learning can maybe take a step back. Mm. Rather than spending eight hours per day learning now, mm. I can spend three hours per day learning. Mm. The other five hours now, I have to reallocate because mm. my priorities have shifted. Mm. The five hours could be used for executing. Mm. Like many people in our communities right now, right? Um, especially for our new graduates always, right? We always tell them that the in- immediate priority for you is to 11. learn first, yes. right? But you cannot be like you said you cannot be learning forever because if you just keep learning forever you don't place the trade you don't you don't learn you don't improve yourself you're not you're then never going to see that financial success that you have of course. but after you learn finish already then you re your priorities okay then maybe now i spend more time analyzing trades placing trades mm. reviewing my mistakes but doesn't mean you stop learning right mm-hmm. it's just that you maybe spend lesser time learning mm-hmm. so i think that portion is perhaps what most people forget to do. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's true, bro. It's true. And you know, guys, I want to just share something uh, with regards to learning, right? I, I, you know, I always uh, believe in learning, right? Again, I believe in learning, right? Again, learning while earning is very, very important. And I think uh, Gavin, I guess, I don't know if you all know this, right? but Gavin is an exceptional example of somebody who is constantly learning. Yeah? He knows a lot of different things, stuff that I have no clue about. In fact, right now, he's taking his PhD, uh, bro. My, yes, I'm taking my doctorate.
1: doctorate. <laughs> <He's> taking, <laughs> I'm taking doctorate my doctorate yeah. in, in what? Uh? Uh, business admin.
0: Bloody hell, business admin. I don't know why you need that. La, but but he, he went for all day recently. He's like, bro, I need to finish my thesis. What thesis, bro? Well, I'm thinking of a doctor. like, wow, okay, cool, right? So, sorry, uh, I, I don't have a degree. Uh. <laughs> but, but anyways. Got money, honey, bro. <laughs> Got money. <yeah. laughs> right, but you know, he's taking his doctorate in business admin, which is fantastic. I won't do it anytime soon. But, you know, respect, man. Respect. Still learning, still growing. Yeah. You know, still, you know, going through the path to actually learn and grow. And has that been useful?
1: Absolutely. I mean, yeah. uh, to, to me, my, my view of learning and education um, is that you must always learn what you are interested in. Right? Mm-hmm. I feel that's the spirit of learning. Yeah. You, you want to learn because you are interested in something, you want to find out more about it. Mm-hmm. Right? You want to be able to, to use it somehow. Yeah. Right? Um, nothing against our education system, which I think is fantastic. Right? I think academics is so, so important. Right? It builds that foundation for us but if you're ready to embrace the spirit of learning, it's ready to find something that you're interested in, then you go and learn more, lah, mm. right? If you're interested in it, and then you're like, oh, I'm interested in this, and then you don't take any action, then, you know, it's lip service. Yes. Right? So if you're interested in something, go and learn about it. And to me, that's, that's education. And education has come in so many different forms. It doesn't necessarily mean that education only comes in the academic sense, mm. right? If you are interested in football, mm. right? For example, you go and find out more about the game, right? You'll find out more about, you know, what does a defender do, what does a midfielder do, what does a forward do, you know, what are the different tactics, strategies, sure, sure. right, if you are interested in, uh, for example, I also love flying, right, so mm. I went to take my uh, PPL, mm. right, my, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm taking my PPL, right, so soon to be license, you license. Know, you learn about aviation, it's interest, right, if you if you are interested in, uh, I want to say diving, which I also do diving, yeah. uh, if you are interested in I don't know what, what else, like dancing, right? Mm. Then you go you go for class, mm. right? You go for a class, you learn about maybe locking, popping, hip hop, punk, funk, whatever, right? So you learn Latin, you go and learn and discover more. Like mm. right? we are interested in trading, that right? you will take up courses, mm. you will go and take up books and everything. So I feel that education should not be so confined to just purely uh, academics. But mm. right? there's many different forms of education and it's so important that we keep our mind alive, we keep our mind, Uh, agile and active Mm -hmm. so that when you are agile and active in my own opinion i feel that you will find life so much more so much more fulfilling because you're not just going through routine you are actually finding your your purpose your meaning in life you are really looking forward to each and every day where you can get something new Mm -hmm. the truth is there's so much things in the world that we don't know about Mm -hmm. and we are so blessed in my opinion we are so blessed to be in the world where we have access to so much information, we can literally learn Anything, bro. everything and everything. And most of it can be free. Mm, mm. Right? People in the past they wouldn't have that privilege, you mm. know? they just get through life true, and everything.
2: True. Yeah.
0: You've heard the story of how Gavin went from a naval officer for nearly 10 years to quitting everything to start his journey as an entrepreneur and now managing a company that's doing well over seven figures. Guys, if you're interested to find out more on how you can break free from the red race, continue to watch more of this episode. And make sure you smash the like button and continue watching the episode. Let's go. <laughs> Guys, right now we're going to go through Gavin's struggles, what he actually has been through to get to where he is, right? So, Gavin, share with us, man. You know, you know that first year you shared that it was yeah. a struggle. You know, you, you spent so many hours learning, growing, trying to build that income, Right? Um, You know, I I saw how you built business, you know, you had partnerships that didn't work out, you know, so many different like struggles that you went through. Can you share with us some of the hardest
1: challenges that you faced in this journey of entrepreneurship? Okay, so um, the hardest challenge that I actually had was um, surprisingly not in entrepreneurship per se. I think I was sharing with you privately just now as well. Like one of the hardest thing that went through for me was actually in terms of my relationships. Mm. Right, because um, if you all have watched through the whole episode earlier, you heard about my, my routine. Right? Mm. So my routine was typically reversed for most people. Right? So I, I, I was awake in the wee hours of the night. I only sleep from the, in the day. And what happened was that I had this routine for close to one and a half years. Mm. And I really stuck, stuck very, very close to this routine. And my wife, who is, uh, who is working like a normal person would, wakes up in the morning, goes to work, come back at night. So then what happened was that within this one and a half years, my wife and I had very little uh, contact or, and or communication, right? So it kind of like strained our relationship so much. And I remember that one particular day, right? When I was just, you no, know, I, I, I came back from my drive, I was so tired. I was like, oh, finally, you know, I'm back home after driving for like 10 hours. Oh, shit, already. You don't want to go back. Just take a break and rest. And then my wife that day had an off day. So she wasn't working. And I saw her just sitting there. All right, just sitting there. And then she was like, uh, looking a bit stern. Right? And I don't know, guys. You all, when you all go home, right? And then you see your partner just sitting there. You're like, something wrong. Huh? <laughs> you get the feel, right? You get the feel like oh, something wrong, something wrong. I was like, okay, I, I sense something was up, right? So I just went to her, la. I just went to her and like, yeah, like uh, uh, what was what happened, right? I, like, is it everything okay? And what she said next just threw me off so much. Right? She just said, uh, I, I think maybe we need to separate. That was it. I, that was just what she said. She just she, she just said, um, I think we need to separate. Mm. I was like, where the hell did this come from? Like, mm. I was like, what's happening? I'm just working so hard. Mm. We didn't do anything wrong. We didn't do it. Like, we didn't, like nothing, literally nothing happened, right? But that just popped out. I was like, so shocked. Mm. I had absolutely no idea what to, what, what to do. And I think for one of the very rare times in my life, I panicked. Mm. <laughs> I was like, don't know what's, what's this what's happening like, like this comes to happening like what went wrong like i i at that point of time, i didn't realize what went wrong and then i just i just tell her like uh like ask her why 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 and then at the end of it uh, i won't bore you guys the details but at the end of it uh we came to a consensus that uh you know, why don't we just give each other time to cool down you know i you can take the master bedroom i will just in uh, a, a study for like maybe the next month or so or whatever that is or how, however long you need i will just be there mm-hmm. i'll give you other space but let's just figure this out together again Then mm-hmm. she reluctantly agreed and that was what happened so i literally had a very bad back mm-hmm. for the next one to two months because i was just sleeping on the on the mattress mm-hmm. right those five-star foam mattress lah, right i was just lying there and and that was when uh, i realized two things that's when i realized where my mistake was mm-hmm. I, I was like, in this grind, in this hustle, I just thinking that, you know, as long as I work hard, everything will work out fine, right? But I lost sight of what was truly important. Mm. Right? I lost sight of what was truly important. So I did not communicate with my wife and in any relationships, right? I'm, I'm, okay. Disclaimer here, I'm not a relationship expert, but I'm speaking for what had uh, worked for me. And what was, in, what I realized from this episode was that, you know, that communication, uh, it's so important I and mean, then be it in business right now or in any relationship, you really must be able to go through that stage where things have to be talked through,
2: mm.
1: right? Things have to be, uh, you have to show care and concern. And for the past four and a half year, I, I didn't show that. Right? And I just thought that, you know, by working hard in my own way, mm. things will work out fine. And I would think that she thought that I'm working very hard and she would appreciate that I was working hard, but no, is that what she wants?
2: Mm.
1: Right, is that what she's looking for in a relationship? I never even considered that. Mm-hmm. And that was what caused the communication breakdown. And from the business point of view, like what we shared earlier as well, right? Sell people what they want, then give them what they need.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I wasn't... <laughs> Not that I, she's a business, but... Like all this is, is a lesson. I wasn't giving her what she wanted, and, and I didn't realize that. So that was mistake number one. Then that led me to understand my priorities in life. That she is having a successful business the most important thing in my life mm-hmm. is having a lot of money the most important thing in my life and when i asked myself this question my answer was actually no mm-hmm. my relationship with my wife uh, was one of the most important thing ever that i want to i want to keep mm-hmm. right? and i am prepared to give up ev- uh, everything mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. like literally right if today you tell me that hey bro you need to like slot yourself 10 years for the company without seeing your wife i tell you then no thank you very much and i will I don't need it, right? I mean, Maybe to me... Happen, but
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> because but, I will take
0: offers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we are both, I think to a certain extent, we are both quite family-oriented yes, in that sense. So, yes. so we have to understand what was important mm. uh, to, to you. Mm. And uh, for those of you who are watching or listening to this, I, I would highly recommend that you ask yourself that question as well. Mm. We always tell people that your why is so important, your why is so important, but sometimes when we answer that question, Mm -hmm. it could be a very superficial why.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. But we just, we think that, oh, we want money. We think that we want freedom. Mm -hmm. We think that, you know, uh, doing A will lead us to B, and that is really what we want. But when shit hit the fence, Mm -hmm. in this case, literally when shit hit the fence, Mm -hmm. I want to separate. like, Then I reflected, I was like, no, actually, what, successful business, money, all this. No, no, Mm -hmm. no. That's not important. I'm... I'll be very happy to be a nine-to-five guy if I can, you know, maintain a happy marriage uh, relationship with my wife. That was much more important to me. Mm. So that changed my whole perspective. So immediately after that, I spent a lot of thing, uh, a lot of time with my wife and everything. I think right now you also know that you know every day I will say that oh I got husband duties and mm. everything because my priority has always been this, right? Ever since that, like up to today now you probably understand. Like I always tell you all, oh, uh, this time I can't do things. well, I need to fetch my wife to work. Mm. I need to fetch her offer, I need. Mm. I'm like uh. Like
2: driver, the, well, I, well, I didn't say I, uh, I didn't say,
1: <laughs> but it's it's very important to me because those are really good times that I can spend my wife Absolutely. right like the meal time my wife you know the time where I can sure, uh, sure. bring her on and off work the rest of time of course I am dedicated to my work I do mm. right whatever I can but I want to protect those times as well as very I very can. important
0: uh, I think I think that's super important right like you know yeah. again uh, in uh, the hustle and the chase of whatever we want do we truly remember what is. What it is that we are truly fighting for, right? Yeah. And so, in the hustle and chase—if you lose what you're truly fighting for, then what's the point of it, anyways? Exactly, right. exactly.
1: So when you don't don't ever—so my what I would like to say to everyone who is watching this is that please do not ever lose sight of what is truly, truly important.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I completely agree, right? And that's something that is a philosophy that we have, right? From me, from you know, from the founder, you know, through the entire management. You know, yeah. I think that's something that we really believe in.
1: Correct,
0: right. correct. Mm-hmm. So, Gavin, I want to, you know, thanks for sharing that, bro. You know, very, very important. And, you know, you're a lover of life. You're an adventurer, right? You, you, you love, <laughs> guys, you know, honestly speaking, I know very few friends uh, who are uh, has adventurous and have taken up so many leaps of faiths uh, as Gavin, right? Like, Gavin, can you share a bit of, like, some of your interests and hobbies and what you do?
1: Wow, this is such a, like I said, I'm a very curious person. Yeah. I, I love to do a lot of things. I'm also constantly learning a lot of things. But I will say that uh, coming from where you are from, uh, the things that you all always hear me saying is that, oh, I always go diving, right? Every every two or three months or so, uh, I will will, will go diving with my wife, right? Again, now with my wife, right? Very important. (laughs) We spend time together. We do our trips together. We go diving. So diving is something that I do. Um, I also... Uh,
0: an as well.
1: I learned flying, yes, I learned flying, uh, planning to get uh, fully certified, right, I already did my solo, so I flew alone in a plane, and that is a fantastic feeling, ladies mm. and gentlemen, if you ever have a chance, experience it, experience it, just go ahead and take a trial, trial flight or something, mm. it's a very different feeling as compared to flying commercial,
2: Very
1: nice. something you can do as well. Uh, I enjoy sports a lot you know I used to play a lot of sports I'm a, I'm a bowler I, I play golf I play badminton wow. uh, my wife and I we enjoy watching uh, football as well wow. in fact in March uh, I haven't told you this eh, so I need to uh, apply leave uh, on, on camera eh? so <laughs> in March uh, my wife and I we are planning to go to Spain la. we are going to watch like Champions League and stuff wow. so it's about living life it's about experiencing uh, life like, yes. it's just like what i said about education earlier education is just it doesn't come in one form where it's academic right yeah. life doesn't just come in one form life has this wide variety of things that you can do you can experience you know some people to some people food is life
2: mm.
1: right uh, for my wife and myself right now i think uh, experiences mm. is what's important to us mm. we are here uh, we have this one lifetime what mm. can we experience mm. what is the but well, it's uh, something new that we can always experience. Mm. And then if we find something that we like, then can we do more of it? Mm.
0: Very nice, very nice, yeah. very nice. Again, that's what life is about, right? Yeah, exactly, you know, Enjoying yeah, exactly. Enjoy experience, enjoy the finer things, right? Like really experience, and most importantly, doing the things with the people that you love. Right? I think that's so very, important. important. Yeah. Gavin, I want to ask you a question now. And this is a very, I don't know if you're going to be ready for this, right? But really, um, has uh, the current Chief Operating Officer of Modern, F- Modern, F- Modern F- Academy what is your vision, and what do you see, you know, yourself being? What do you envision uh, that we will achieve in the next five to ten years?
1: Wow, what we will achieve in the next five to ten years, You huh? tell me, man. Okay, so so I I'm not sure if you guys remember when uh, when I was interviewing Rash. Yes. Right, there was this episode where we uh I interviewed. You. For those of you who will not watch, you can click somewhere up here to watch that episode. Um, we actually made a joke. Right, we said, you know, one day maybe we have this ticker called MWA.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? I'm thinking in the next five to ten years. Yes. Let's make that a reality, bro. Wow. That's number one. <laughs> right. Shit, I got <laughs> goosebumps, brother. Right okay, let's go. <laughs> 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 Anything else? That's, that's number one, right? Yeah. And number two, I think we have to always remain true to our vision. And uh, and, and to share this, like, I wouldn't say this is a small goal per se, but I would say that it's a more consistent kind of mission that that we want to be able to achieve. So I know Rash for a long time, and the reason, one of the biggest reason why I chose to work with this gentleman right here is because I know this man has a huge heart, right? In fact, when I first met Rash, uh, I, can we share this on camera to like, the questions that I asked you? Sure, 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 sure. Right. So there was a period of time where, uh, at that point of time, I think during COVID time, I wasn't working with you then, mm. right? And then I could see what you were doing online, and I, I, start, I started to have my doubts. Like, like, mm. hey, that. The way Rash is conducting himself online then wasn't the kind of Rash that I knew. You know, mm. it seems to be a bit deviated, mm. right? And then when we had a coffee session in, uh, in 2022. Mm. And the first thing I remember when we sat down at the coffee shop in mm. Amokyo, mm. right? Mm. And the first thing I asked you is that, bro, what happened in, uh, in the COVID years? Yeah. Can you share with me uh, what happened? Yeah. And what Rash then shared with me was that, you know, the reason why he did so many things was because he was doing his best to support his team then. Right, he, there was, there, he was facing challenges, he wanted to support his team and to me that was like, that's the rush I knew. He's, he's simply just doing what he thinks is best for the people and his team, mm. doing his best to support them. And that's when I knew uh, at that point of time, right, okay, we can continue to work first. But I also still want to, you know, test each other out, right? I think you want to test me, I want to test sure, you, right? Okay. We we're like, okay, let's test for again. again, see whether we'll be good partners, good, uh, good cl- uh, business uh, partnerships and everything. And then as we continue to work with each other more mm. i i think we can see from each other that you know we really have a big heart you really have a big heart and you really want truly nothing but the best for the people that you work with mm. and as, as also for the students so on that note right i think in five to ten years time i want to make sure that we are always on this right track right i think my job here one of my job as a CEO, is not just to ensure that um, the the operation goes well which is very important because we have to make sure that we do right by our students and clients uh, but to also make sure that we stay on track with this mission mm. that we are here to serve them and to serve them well and to help them to achieve their goals mm. that is something that i got to make sure that you know as we grow bigger and bigger we mm. never ever lose sight of that mm. because to me um, like when i was starting out right wow well, we, are, we are a lot of callbacks to what we talked about mm. earlier in the day mm. is that we must never lose track of our it's important to us. Mm-hmm. And the moment we lose track of that, mm. that's when we, we deviate, uh, deviate, you know, that's when we, we go to the to, to off track. And, and and having learned that lessons mm. in my personal life, mm. right, I want to be able to apply that to the company where mm. we will never ever make the mistake again. Mm. And it's so important, right? Because, you know, uh, what was the analogy that people say? Um, you know, the, the wisest man in the room learn from people's mistakes, of course. right? The smart people, you know, they can make the mistake and then recover, but the wise man yep. learns from other people's mistakes that's and true. i think we are at the stage where i think we could be wise mm. right we have made those mistakes before already mm. let's learn from it and not repeat that mm. and that's something that i want to make sure that we continue to do for the next five 10 years or so very nice, very nice. Yeah. you know guys
0: i want to share with you all something uh, and this is a very very important point that i want to bring across right i think for me it's really um, you know iron sharpens iron right and you know when you have a band of brothers who are really solid when, you know, who you know you can count on Right, building a business, I think that's very, very important, right? Like, right now, you know, sometimes I wake up and I'm like, oh, shit, what will happen and whatever, right? What if this happens and stuff? But then, uh, honestly speaking, then I will just, you know, I have these fears and you know, sometimes, bro, I suddenly wake up and then, oh, what if, you know, Google shuts me down or whatever, right? <laughs> Like, you know, I have these fears. Then suddenly I think, it's okay, la, you know, I got, I got Kelvin, I got Kevin, you know, I got these guys, things will be okay.
1: All, all the beans are so must have more beans in the company. <laughs> <nah>. <laughs> <laughs> right. but, but for real, man, like, you know,
0: seriously, like I think that's very, very important. You know, you know you have a band of brothers who will uh, back you up. Whatever happens, things will be all right. All is well, right? Mm. And I think that's very, very important. You know, um, again, I guess, you know, business is all about relationships. You know, when you have that solid group of guys around you, you know, you can count on, you know, you can, you know, fall back on then. Uh, you can move forward, and you can move forward without worrying because these guys will be there in the backyard. And again, if you are deviating, for example, I know Gavin called me out. I can call him out as well. You know we have a very very good relationship, so you know we can always do that, right? So which is fantastic, right? And I think that is something that is uh, priceless with regards to the entire thing, right? So again, you know we are where we are today, right? Uh, you know the audience is watching. You will see where we will go. S- stay tuned for the ride, boys and girls, and then, right? You guys will see,
1: right? Twenty and four now, right? Watch this video again in... 2029. 20, 2030. 20, we'll, we'll be watching this and be laughing because I'm telling you, we have achieved all that we said that we're gonna do.
0: Wow, shit, man. Now I must think of MWA ticker symbol. <laughs> 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 but, but, but,
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he stumped me with a question, right? So guys, I also want to ask you. Like, yes, like, sure. I mean, we are, we've been working together. You asked me this question. So actually, also like, as the CEO, as the founder of mm. like, MWA. And yes. what's your vision? 5 to 10 years?
0: great question man you know okay so for me uh, bro to be honest la, right to be honest um, how I view business how I view life is to tackle one step at a time right I believe in having a very good vision you know but you know my current vision is very very simple. Yeah. my current uh, most important priority uh, is to create 50 millionaires in the community. <laughs>
1: That's for right? Yes, yes. that's
0: for right now. Yeah. But, you know, the in, like when I keep declaring this, I keep saying this, and sometimes when I ever, whenever I declare this and say this, I know this will happen, right? But, again, la, whenever we help these people achieve the success, when we help you as an audience achieve this success, then we will get to other places, we'll get to higher levels as well. Right, when we help these 50, uh, you know, grow and get to the level, we have this army of people who will back us, who will support us in whatever else we do, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I have different visions beyond education to build a, in a proper investment holdings arm where we're able to invest in different assets, different, you know, uh, many different things that we can actually do and grow in, right? We want to we wanna form an entire modern wealth group Right, we, we yeah. talked about this right so again uh, by investing in assets obviously building our education arm building production houses you know many many different things that we want to you know really do and again it's really about most importantly helping our audience yeah. and i think most importantly also helping our team members dream come true as well right when yeah. i have yeah. a team that is able to run and they are able yeah. to achieve their visions and goals yeah. with the aid of the company as a vehicle I think that would be fantastic, right? Yeah. And when we have that hap- happening, when I t- when I attract the best of the best people to come together to support that vision, uh, that'll be amazing. And of course, you know, one of the other things that I want to do, bro, and you know, you know, you know that this is very, very important to me, right, is you know the modern wealth foundation, right? <laughs> like, you know, the, the foundation where we are able to use our profits to be able to, you know, give back, right? We're able to support uh you know people who are not privileged, for example, yeah. in education, in whatever aspects. I think that's very, very important, right? Yeah, that's true. And as long as we are uh, a force for good, bro, I think uh, we will be taken care of, uh, bro. Right? Then, yeah. you know, the millions will come, the billions will come, you know. That's basically what's up.
2: Yeah.
0: Right? So, again, it always stands from serving others. And when we serve others, we will be helped.
1: Wow, I love it, man. You see, that's why I love working with guy Because I think sometimes when you like you have been in partnerships right mm-hmm. i've also been in partnerships and the truth is that not all partnerships are created equal sure. right and sometimes uh this is something that perhaps from your perspective you share well, right well it's like, i don't know who's in the wing view right now but but one of the things that we always hear is that people always say money changes
2: people
1: mm. right money changes people when when um people don't have money you know uh, or see the nice thing or oh, we have this mm. hard, forceful good, la, mm. uh, we want to do more, we want to help people. But when we have money, ah,
2: mm.
1: well, suddenly, you know, the things get... Suit pattern. Uh. Suit pattern, you know, better more than badminton, the thing change. And we start to see a shift mm. in, in the way people think. And, and and don't get me wrong, I think it's, it's very important that as we elevate ourselves yeah. to another stage, mm. we need to elevate in terms of the way that we think about business, the way we think about giving, the way we think about... Um, no, how can we improve our lives or help people improve their lives? Yeah. We have to elevate in that. That's is a given. Yes. But I'm more towards the point where you know sometimes money yeah. changes people. Mm. Right? And the I wouldn't say we see the true colours, mm. right? But it makes people don't uh fulfill mm. what they their original intention was. Mm. In in your experience, uh, yeah. like so i okay i got some points to share i've had many people come
0: to me and tell me that right? hey bro yeah. you know you are different and why, why else, right Or well, you've changed of course i will change right <laughs> you're meant to change of course you will change you'll yeah, improve yeah. you'll get better exactly. no but okay so one one other point which i want to share is this right oh yeah. rash you know Or oh, you you know money changed you now you got no time for me and whatever else right so i'll be very upfront now, right so that's something that i struggle with right obviously yeah. you know you, you cannot be uh having copy with a thousand people. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, there's priorities, there's time that I only, so much time that I have to spend with so many people. Yeah. Right? So sometimes when friends tell me, hey, how come you know keep in touch and whatever else, you must understand my situation as well. Mm. La, right? Like, we all elevate, you know, I run an international organization, you know, my time is limited, I need to spend time with people who matter to me. And most importantly, my family. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so priorities in place. It's not that I forgo the relationship whatever it is, just that, you know, priorities have to be in place. Mm. Right? I have to say a lot more no's than yes's today. Right. So that's something that I, you know, people must understand also, lah. Right. So it's not that money changes me. Right. But of course, yeah. so that's, that's one thing to just clarify for myself. Lah, right. <laughs> but, but uh, besides that, but yeah. besides that, I think, uh, you know, uh, money makes you more of who you are. Right. Like, you know, more money, if you're a good person, you're amplifying with yeah. the way you use and distribute your money. Right. If you're a very, uh, you know, selfish, self-centered person, it will reflect when you have more money. Right? Mm. So you become more of who you are with more of the resources that you're given. Right? Mm. So again, ultimately, the people who are very self-centered, the money will not stay with them. right? Mm. The principles, the money, even though it flows, it might not stay with them. So uh, it's very, very important. Uh. So for me, I think coming back to the principles, right? Yeah. And for me, my principles is very simply as if it's very spiritually guided for, for me personally. right? So as long as I follow the principles and you know, I know that I'm always using my money for good, if I can use my money to be able to, be, to, be able to empower people, mm. be able to help people, to be able to do that, to create a force for good, then, you know, more and more will be given onto, onto me, right? Yeah. So that's what I believe, huh? right?
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, I got another question. Sure, right? I mean, sure. it's such a good conversation that I just wanted to have this opportunity to ask, and yeah. I think this will benefit many people, right? So, obviously, we are not working each other, right? Yeah. But, like you said, you know, money
2: and makes define.
1: you uh, more of what you actually are, showcase more of how? You are. So how do you actually determine, like, if a person is truly showing his colors? Mm. Like for example, I'm not saying that I'm that kind of person. I like, disclaimer, like, you all don't quite <laughs> put sure. free comments down below, okay? Sure, sure. But like you know, when we first started working together, right? You're like, oh, you know, Gavin is like what you say, you know, he's giving, he's giving more than what. That's why maybe you think oh, he can work together, mm. right? But how do you then determine that hey, is Gavin really truly this kind of person or not? Yeah, sure, you know, sure. maybe he's just putting up an act. You know, he's yeah. just trying to show me this so that mm. I, it gets to work together with me. Like, how, how do you... Yeah. So like, again, uh, yeah. a good, good question,
0: right? So, yeah. uh, you know, in having met so many students, in having worked with so many different partners, you know, you kind of get a sense of things, right? Yeah. But I think one thing that is very, very important is consistency, right? It's consistency of actions, right? Is whether it's a one-time thing or whether it's a repeated thing, yeah. right? People can do one-time wayang to show something, right? Yeah. But if the fella does it every single week, if the fella does it every single day, then you know that hey, this is maybe not why this one is real, like mm-hmm. you know, proper mm-hmm. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's very, very important to take note of la, right? So mm-hmm. you know, Gavin's uh, ability to really give wasn't a one day, one off thing. It was consistent, you know, day after day, week after week, which you know, I saw him keep showing up. So that's how you know la, right? So again, I, I again consistency, right? Like people if, if I if I see that consistency and plus everything in life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right exercise and everything, right?
1: Yeah. Like, you know, you, you show up one time in the gym doesn't mean anything, but <laughs> if you show up every single day, yeah. it shows me something, right? No, so what come into my head right now is that, so guys, if you're watching this, you want to wayang, don't want wantan. Consistently wayang. <laughs> <just tell> you <laughs> <laughs> you wayang consistently, and maybe it becomes a habit uh-huh. that is no longer a wayang. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? <laughs> but but I, I guess that is, uh, that is something that is, is, is so true. La. I mean, I'm also learning something from Rash again today, uh-huh. right? To really understand how we can, you know, find the right people. Because like you said earlier, right, finding the right people, and it's so difficult to find the right people to, to work with, mm. to to partner with, yes. to be able to do a project on a long-term basis. And yeah. sometimes, I don't know whether is it, maybe I don't me or something like, we, at a certain level, we want to be very trusting, right? Mm. We, we keep wanting to trust people. We sure. want to give people opportunities. We want yeah. to give people times. But sometimes you give a bit too much trust and you get disappointed multiple times, mm. over and over again, and mm. you just, you know, I won't lose faith, but yeah. you just get uh, disappointed. Yes. And then you, at the point, and then you might suddenly say, eh, forget it. Lah. Why should I give this person a chance? Mm. I've been disappointed so many times already. Mm. How is this going to be different? Mm. And I don't know, man, I, 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 how, how can we overcome this? No, no, bro, As in, you know, in yeah. the end of the day, that's the journey of
0: life. People come and go, there will be heartbreaks, there will be disappointments. That's what makes life exciting. If every every person you get immediately, wow, actually quite boring. Eh? <laughs> 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 you know, seriously, think about it, right? Quite boring, right? You know, I always, I love this analogy, right? Yeah. So, you know, if you play games, for example, yeah. if you know the 10 steps ahead, who's the character that's coming up, you know, every single thing, then the game sucks, man. Right, Like, you know, you, you have pleasure when I take a entire damn day, I lose, I lose. But after one day, you win, then you feel so like, wow. Right? Right. You know, if, you, if you're a gamer, you understand what I'm talking about, right? Wow, you try 10 times, finally 11 times, you got it, and you're like, wow, the feeling is damn so. Sure. But imagine everything first try, okay, done, done, done. Oh, life becomes a ball, right? So, you know, <laughs> I, I try to bring the energy to business and life as well, yeah. right? So, again, la, you try, wow, i feel fail. But that's what makes the story, ma. Right? these are the stories we can tell our children these are the stories you can tell the camera and the audience exactly. you see what I'm saying? so that's yeah. how I look at life la, right? like you know hey man that's what makes life exciting let's go through the ups and downs and when you remember this, this saying la, then whenever some like pullback
1: happens you're like okay come, okay come let's go right? let's what? go yeah? yeah it's just a stage man yeah, yeah,
2: just a
0: stage.
1: we do it and we can clear it the next time
0: exactly we we'll clear yeah. the next level bro we'll clear the next level if We fail this level don't worry we'll get back again we'll try until we succeed
1: love it love it
0: yeah, that's the, that's the analogy. So anyways, guys, you know, I hope uh, you all have enjoyed this talk and you all have really learned a lot. Yeah. Bit. Kevin, I have one final question to ask you, yeah. right, to wrap up this entire thing. You know, I think your entire story was really the whole inspiration from working, you know, in a job for nearly 10 years to coming out, right? For yeah. people who are watching out there who are in their jobs wanting to get out and, you know, start on their own, a little bit scared, right? What's the one final bit of advice you give to them?
1: My my final bit of advice is uh, I I... I I said this to all my students as well in the past, when I used to uh, teach people entrepreneurship and stuff, is that don't be afraid to dream, right? Mm. Don't be afraid to dream, right? But what's more important is that while you are dreaming, you have to be practical (laughs) about yourself, right? I'm not here to encourage uh, impracticality, right? I'm here to encourage what I call practical dreaming. You have a dream, right? You must then develop a plan to know how to achieve that dream. If you don't have a plan, don't be like me. I'm not the prime example to say, oh, quit my job, don't know what's gonna happen, right? I learned it the hard way where I got into uh, issues where you all have heard about earlier in the interview. I do not wish that upon anybody because honestly, that was the most sucky feeling that I ever, one of the most sucky feeling that I ever, ever had in my life, you know? So, have a dream, right? Dare to dream, have a plan to go along it, and then have the courage to execute
2: yeah.
1: you know with that you are probably in good hands and you know if you are really healthy you are you you have arm and leg and everything and for most of us here in at least for people in singapore we are very blessed to be in a place that is well governed there's a lot of opportunities you are not going to be having issues i mean uh, we are not like in a war torn war zone where those people if you ask me they really don't have a choice right but we are so blessed so fortunate so have a dream plan for it and have the courage to execute it. That will truly change your life.
0: Absolutely. I completely agree, man. Thank you so much for sharing, Gavin. I really, truly enjoyed this conversation. Guys, if you've enjoyed this episode so far, make sure you all like the button. Like it for Gavin, guys. Make sure you all subscribe to the channel and click on the notification bells so you all will see more of these videos uh, next time. Till next time, guys. Signing out, the Modern Wealth Podcast.